Not breaking news. Last week's geek news through the lens of two friends with opinions, theories, and fan casting. This is Geek Speak Last Week! Hey guys, thanks for coming back for another episode of Geek Speak last week. This is Ed, joined by my partner in crime, the main man, Brian. Say hello, Brian. What's going on, everyone? Um, so thank you guys for tuning in again. Um, we have some news for the uh, for the show here. I think we mentioned it uh, last week. We are, we have been in touch with uh, the people who are making this new Iron Fist um, fan film, and uh, I'll throw it over to Brian for the info because he was able to uh, to get some feedback from these guys last week. Uh, yeah, first of all, I want to uh, say if anyone's wondering why I sound a little bit different, I went and got myself a nice little mic here, so no longer am I just working from the camera. So. Uh, <laughs> professional uh, level that's why these people tune in professionalism yeah that's yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to get it's the professionalism that i respect <laughs> uh, sorry um i reached out to the the people at rogue origin uh films and got in touch with one josh maybe he's the director of the iron fist the immortal iron fist and he's kind of like the the one man army over there uh he is pretty much the company and he you know, reaches out to people to do things with. And he's trying to, he said, he's trying to build a little collective. And uh, we had a nice little chat Sunday. Um, we were basically nailing down when we're going to do this interview, which is going to be tomorrow at 530. Um, what we're going to do is turn this into its own little spinoff episode. It'll be an episode of the intake um, because I, we're not going to be able to scream, uh, squish this into an episode. I don't yeah. want to cut it. I mean, maybe I'll, we can put in some snippets or something in the next episode or something. But uh, I think you guys should really just tune into this next episode of The Intake. Uh, Josh seemed to be a really cool dude. Um, we were chatting it up real quick. And apparently he's from the, somewhat of the area um, originally. So, yeah, you're going to hear area being that. The area My being area New York. That I'm, in, yes. that I'm in. Yeah. In upstate New York. Yeah. For listeners. Was, yeah, was like, I saw the 607 and I'm like... <laughs> Oh, I'm from the 607. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, so, so for listeners, Brian is from uh, New York. I am from Philadelphia. So we are uh, in two states, but uh, it sounds like at least you guys have that in common. You guys are from the New York area. That's cool. Yeah, he's out in Cali now, though. So he's doing his thing. So uh, we're, 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 we're going to chat it up a bit. Um, I'm letting everyone know right now it's not going to just be on Iron Fist. Um, if you haven't gone, even though I suggested it last week, go to Rogue, Rogue Origin Films, uh, the YouTube site. They've got a good five shorts up already um, with behind the scenes and um, and cast roundtables. Um, so you get to know the people that are involved. You get to know the people that were behind the camera. You get to see some behind the scenes and you get to enjoy some pretty well-made fan shorts. Um, so yeah, I, I, I showed one to my friend Louie and he was blown away by the street fighter one. So yeah, I, I um, watched that actually the other day. It's very good. Very good. At, yeah. Uh, he, he was, he was like, he was like, yo, they got the moves directly out of all, like out of like three different games. I was like, okay. All right. So they do their stuff. So, um, yeah, it is, it's going to be a fun, it's going to be a fun interview, I think. Cool. So, and I'm um, really, I'm excited for it. For it. I, I think the uh, listeners will be, uh, interested and also entertained by it so uh we will have that up for you shortly uh probably a day or so after we do uh today's uh episode um so but going into today's episode uh we just wanted to touch on some of the stuff that's been happening this week obviously um one of the sadder things that happened this week was uh actor ed asner passed away um not only a guy who's been around in, in the industry for years and years and years. Um, Mary Tyler Moore show to get the guy has been in tons of stuff, but also big for the geek culture because he did a lot of voice work. Um, probably most famously he was in up um, 
he played the old man and up and he's yeah maybe 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 most famously for for most of the world but for me i knew this man as granny goodness on superman yes um you know, as soon as he showed up i recognized his voice and i was like holy shit that's i was like that's ed asner doing granny good yo and he put everything into that character like i loved his take um don't forget but he was also he was in a lot of stuff i actually i actually went and got a list real quick so uh before he passed they they, they did create a short series for a disney plus called doug days and it takes place oh, yes. after up and yep. it's going to be about him and Doug the dog. Yeah. Um, but um, he was in a whole bunch of things geek culture wise. He was in um, the original, I mean, not in the original, he was in the 90s Spider Man. And, and uh, he oh, it's Jay Jonah. Uh, exactly. Yep. He was in the, um, he was in uh, Batman the animated series as Roland Daggett, the guy that basically oh, right. helped that, that caused the Clayface. Um, um creation he was uh uncle ben in spectacular spider-man and he was hudson in gargoyles he was um um most recently for dc he was kent nelson the um the elderly version of the human host for um dr fate my man was an um played perry white in the all-star superman animated movie he mm-hmm. was he was also don't forget santa in elf i hate elf but hey right. who am i you know <laughs> Uh, he was uh, Ed Wunsler Sr. in the Boondocks. Um, and uh, <laughs> he was also, oh, obviously, as you said, Carl Fredrickson, but we've also got Cosgrove on the Freakazoid animated show, which I oh, absolutely wow. I don't even think that I've ever watched it. Great. He was also Captain Planet, and he was also in Captain Planet, Hoggish Greedly. So, like, my man went back and he did a whole lot of stuff. Like, I, I mean, I, I, when I was looking at the list, I was just like, "Holy shit, that's right." He was he was Hudson too, and and I love gargoyles and and uh yeah, it was just such a just just such a legendary actor and immense talent. And yeah, and, us, and to have to that have that big of an imprint on the geek culture and and the animated stuff is pretty impressive. I mean, the guy like you, you just ran him down, but I mean. You know, like you said, he's been in. I, I mean, he, I don't. I haven't looked at the IMDb, but he's been in a ton of actual live-action movies, television shows. Oh yeah, going going way back. So, oh yeah. Uh, it's sad, but I mean, he lived a good, full life. Um, it's not like you know, it's not like it was. He uh, gave going us a lot of soon. memories. He gave us a lot of stuff to absolutely go back and enjoy. You know, really obviously, uh, well, you know, we wish his family the best, and that it's it's sad of his passing, but. Uh, the man had a had a full life, so and he will and he will be fondly remembered. He yeah, absolutely. Um, also, just this week, we found out that uh, we were going to get a Werewolf by Night for Disney Plus, uh, a show that I had no clue was even in development. I just heard about this the other day. And- I, you know, I heard rumblings of it, but I didn't think any thing was going to come of it and i kind of figured they were going to wait and see how their new reboot of the series in the comic form went and i guess it went well enough that they're going to go with they don't know what version they're going to go with but they're going to do a werewolf by night yeah so what they were saying is it's going to be released around this time next year uh for the halloween season um to tie in with i guess similarly to the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, which we're getting that uh, Christmas special. So it seems like these are going to be like one-offs for characters going forward. I I don't know if it's going to be something that's going to be standard, but I mean, this is pretty cool. I feel like, I feel like if they do this, just historic, just, just to, to touch on the history of the characters, if they create this show, whether it's the Jack Russell version or the new, I don't remember what the name of the the new protagonist version, mm-hmm. uh, but that one's he's Native American and he's part of a a, a, a tribe that was cursed with lycanthropy. Mm-hmm. Um, whichever version they do, I want them to tie Moon Knight into it. That would be cool. That would be very cool. You know what? Now that we're getting a Moon Knight series, it's not out of the realm of possibility. That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying no matter what you do, 
just just to have that reference like it doesn't even have to be along the same terms as what happened in the comics back in the day Uh uh-huh but let's just have like some kind of a crossover where he pops up in something like that i it wouldn't actually they still haven't said what it's going to be if it's going to be live action if it's going to be animated but it would be pretty cool if they did kind of like an anthology where you got both versions of the character and or you know a third one or something like that maybe like have them 20 minutes each or something like that that'd be really yeah like we're we're getting story where where werewolf by night isn't necessarily a title it's a it's it's like it's a curse it's like and so we are exploring different people that have this curse yeah that would be very cool and it also lends itself to the horror genre with the anthology uh, archetype there. So that would be very cool. Again, as the news rolls out, we'll have more to, to, to kind of talk about, but um, just the idea alone that they're making it, I was pretty excited. It, being a horror it's fan cool. and a comics fan, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. I can't wait to and, see what they do. And, and seeing as how both Moon Knight is actually just being starting to be filmed right now, and we're only getting trickles of certain things, for all we know, they could literally spin it out of that. They could yeah. literally have a character in there be werewolf by night, and yep. we don't know about it right now because, and there and 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 that might you know what I mean. That would that would be a perfect way to do it too. So yep. yeah, I mean because that's that's kind of Marvel's mo, right? I mean they introduce you know smaller uh, characters inside of projects for bigger characters. Just think about. Iron Man 2 with bringing in Black Widow, not to say she's a minor character, but she was at the time, um, to build out on all of their characters. They kind of introduced them in other things. So, yeah, it's not out of the realm of possibility. I would like to see that. Um, I am I mean, I'm just I'm in the bag for uh, for that Moon Knight series in general. So I can't wait to see that. But if he did show up in that, that would be great. I just want to see more darker Disney. I mean, not darker Disney, more darker Marvel. The problem is, is if it's going to be on Disney Plus, it's got to be like a PG thirteen, and they're gonna they're gonna push the, they're gonna have to push the the, the push that rating really hard they, on something like Werewolf by Night. I think that they'd be able to get away with a level of implied violence, implied the horror, or you know what I mean, like without being overt and having like throats ripped out and things like that. Obviously, that's not right. going to that's not going to go but i mean just with the implied violence in uh the last few series i mean we had a, a zombie version of quicksilver show up at the door of wandavision i mean that was kind of frightening i mean things like that can be done and it can be implied and it can be like off screen or cut away or whatever it might be and there's also been like we saw with uh falcon and the winter soldier no yeah, Falcon and I keep wanting to call it Captain America and the Winter Soldier after I say Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, when John Walker kills that terrorist and there's blood all over the shield, I mean, it's not like they haven't shown blood on screen. So it's something that could be done. It has to be done the right way and it has to be edited the right way for it to and go. That's why I was saying they'd have they, they can push it, but they have to they have to they have to push it for, yeah. for that. And they can figure out ways to do it. Like there are some really. I've seen movies where I'm just like, this is PG-13. And also, I mean, just look at the history of Disney in general. They've released plenty of horror movies, plenty of, you know, darker content. So it's not like always under the banner of a different like touchstone and, and things like that. But it's not like it's never been done. So I think that as the whole... uh the whole thought of Disney plus and what can be on there and what content will be available. I think that it's just going to grow and basically it'll be something that they're going to have to figure out as it goes, but it's, it can be done and I'm, I'm excited for it. Um, Me too. Me too. And the other thing that I I am really hoping that we get to see is uh, like you said, a lot more, a lot darker, stuff on there and i mean with blade in the pipeline they could start to have series for other kinds of characters as well so hopefully we get to see that i'm i'm excited um another rumor that we heard this week and this is just in the last few days is that uh dc character bane may be getting an hbo max series 
This is coming off of the Bat Girl information and the Black Canary information. It seems like they are almost rebooting their DC continuity with these shows, which I'm all for. I'm, I'm fine with that. Well, yeah, they're they're trying to find a way to do it, and I'm okay, I'm okay with it. But like, you got to figure out where you're going to stand with this shit, like. They can't just be, you know, oh, we're going to have all the, I mean, unless they're just going to do their whole, we're going to do a multiverse thing and everybody's, and every show right. is its own universe. Everything's a standalone, which I, yeah. I, I guess, it could, I mean, it would work. It could work. Don't get me wrong. I just don't know why they would do that. So again, I mean, if you're building all these characters who haven't been seen, well, Black Canary has been, but we also, and we know that it will be played by Journey Smollett, so she's already established, but a Batgirl, not established as of yet. Bane, not established in this new continuity as of yet. So, And I'm going to... I'm taking that rumor with a huge grain of salt. Because yeah, again, it's I, it's just I, something... I feel like with between that out. and the fact that he had this whole... The whole, you know, Dave Batista wanting to play Bane thing going yep. around recently, and then fan art flying around and then now all of a sudden this pops up i'm like but stranger things have happened true but it, and it's also one of those things like i would like to see them deliver batgirl we're already talking about three uh, three series down the line we haven't seen anything at all from batgirl which was announced first so we know how these things are they say they're greenlit they're, you know, quote unquote in production and then they get halted and the star leaves or the director. Hell, you can have a show that actually that actually airs and still gets canceled. Swamp True. Thing. True. Swamp Thing. Yeah. And I that mean, was a good show. It was. Uh, it's, it's a shame they didn't stick with that. And it was at the time where they were that DC. Uh, I forget what it was called, but their own uh, streaming, their own streaming that was faltering. Then they had the deal with HBO. It was in between all that. If they would have stuck it out, I think that that would have been one of their banner shows because realistically it was, it was better than Titans for sure. And it was probably better than doom patrol. It was a better made show and a better acted show. I think then again, you, you, you never know where it would have went or things like that. At the same time, I think the one of the main reasons that they did get rid of that show is because the production value was so high. The CG and the and the special effects and all that stuff was just every episode you were going to have to make a giant swamp thing look real and that's a tall task for a TV show to do. So I think that that had a big a big part in why it was canceled. Um and then I thought once they started airing it on the WB and it was doing good numbers, I was like, maybe it's going to have a revival like some of these shows that get canceled do. But unfortunately, it didn't. So, nope, no, nope. they didn't mm. see that. No, unfortunately. But uh, the, the first season, I, it does kind of drop off on a place where you're like, oh, I want to see where that goes. But at the same time, it's it's worth watching. It's well done. Yes, so. it is. It definitely is. Um, yeah, so I, I hope that with the news of this rumor about Bane coming down the pike, I just hope that they have a plan, any plan. I'll take any plan at this point. I don't give a shit if it's a good plan or a bad plan. As long as they have a plan, I, I, I would be happy. Just but, know what you're doing. Yeah, it just, you know, we know we know how that goes. Or have an idea. <laughs> Speaking of people with no ideas, uh, Sony has been in the news as of late as well. Uh, apparently Disney is throwing around the idea of possibly trying to purchase the Spider-Man characters from Sony. Um, I think that that would be the best thing that could possibly happen, but I doubt that Sony will allow it to happen. Fuck no. They're making they, all these side character movies right now. They're not trying to give up nobody. You trying no to, are you silly? They're like, no. If we're starting with Mer with Morbius and Craven, where do you think we're going? Yeah, right. Exactly. Like we, you know, we, you can't have any of our, but not until we say so. And you know what the sad part of that is? It's people like you and I who are going to, we know these movies are not going to be very good. They're going to be subpar at best. Yet we're still going to go see them. Like we talked about a few weeks ago. I'm going to see Venom fucking carnage is here or whatever the fuck it's called i'm gonna go see it because it's a venom movie and i know the character and i want to see it i know it's gonna suck 
most likely it's going to be bad, but I'm going to go see it. Same thing with Morbius. I think I should take a stand. We, as a people, should take a stand and go, on. no, Sony, we're done with your stupid Marvel movies. Please stop. And let them all tank, and then they have no choice but to revert back to Marvel. You know, that's a, that that that's gonna happen. That's it's gonna not gonna happen. happen. I want it to exactly. happen, but it's exactly. not gonna happen. That was the sarcasm. Didn't you not hear it? Because I was literally about to see it. You saw what happened with why the do you X-Men crush movie? Why do you crush you my dream with your X Men movies? Right? Oh, God, it's just so sad. It, it's... So they was pumping them things out like water. Like literally, they were just like, you know what? We don't care if you didn't like the last one. We're pumping another one out, and people are like, but why? Yeah. And then they go see it, and then they shit all over it, and they're like, "Well, that's why, because you went and saw it." Yeah, you will. You will see the shit that we throw out, so yeah, that's exactly. why we're making more. You want to see how bad it is? Uh, I, I should be like, I should be like the character in uh, that that Dan Brown movie. Uh, what the hell is the first one called? The, the Da Vinci Code, where the Da Vinci Code, where the where the priest is like smacking himself in the back with the nails. That's what I should do to myself for penance for watching these shitty sony marvel movies it makes me sick but i can't stop watching them because you know i'm a glutton for punishment i guess but i do hope that they can come like you said we didn't have them when we were kids so we just want to we want to see anything that's the thing thing. but i I just hope i hope that they can eventually at least get to a point where they're able to uh make this sony mcu merger to continue to allow the Tom Holland characters to, to keep on in the movies. I think that with this new, uh, new Spider-Man movie, we're probably going to get a lot of overlap and feeding into other Sony shit. So we will see, Uh, you know, obviously we're going to get to that in a little bit. Uh, We're going to do a deeper dive on that, but um, just wanted to basically mention the fact that they're throwing out the possibility of trying to purchase the uh, Sony stuff. Again, don't think it's going to happen. I would love it to happen, just like we loved when Disney bought the Fox stuff. So we will see. I mean, it, like, we, again, I never thought that that would ever happen. I never thought that they would buy Fox and gain the rights to the X-Men. But then it happened. So uh, anything is possible, I guess, when you're Disney. You have enough money, you can do anything. This this week has been a pretty a pretty big week for geek news. Um, there was a new movie released this week. Uh, I was able to go see it over the weekend with a friend of mine. And uh, what'd you go see? Was Candyman the new horror movie? Uh, it was produced by Jordan Peele. I did. I thought he directed it, but he did not direct it. Um, and I guess it was uh the the woman who's who directed it. She was uh, the person that they just signed on for a, a Marvel movie, which I didn't even know until I started looking it up. But Nia yeah, DaCosta is, yes. the, is the woman who directed it, and she signed on to do the Marvels. Yeah. So uh, her visual style in this movie, I'll say I, I really enjoyed the visual style of this movie. Um, the directing, cinematography, everything was fine with it. I had some issues with the movie. Um, more or less the third act of the movie, the first two acts, they kind of, you know, lean heavily on the first movie, um, Mm -hmm. the 1992 Candyman and the lore from that, they do make some, you know, some changes and things like that to kind of give it a more modern feel, which is fine. Um, but towards the end of the movie, without getting anything away, they start, to get it, it gets a little convoluted for reasons that you don't really need. It could have done done without these things that they added. Um, but there's a lot of just like the original one. The original one wasn't without social commentary, um, but it's it leans very heavily into the whole Black Lives Matter and um, things like that, which makes sense. Um, I would say I wish it were handled a little more with the thought of equality than the thought of white people are bad and black people are good. It was a little heavy handed for me. Um, 
again, it's not that I, you know, I'm a white guy, you're a black guy, we're friends. It's I don't have nothing against any black people. No, it's but just I it's think, very heavy handed in the one direction. And I'm like, you, but I there's think a way it, to do that. I think in the case of this movie, it's not just doing it just to do it, though. They're speaking about a specific area and a specific situation. And they're not saying all they're saying these because. Uh, well, no, what's happening <laughs> in that area was like that, I know about the whole I would green thing. I would be fine if it if that were the case, but it's it's there's points in this movie where they're not just saying these police officers or these white people did this, which was wrong, which in the movie and the circumstances was mm. it was like you specifically talking in general about white people like have basically done bad things to black people forever. And that's not without merit and that some have but it, it was it, it got a little too preachy the blank the blanket state the blanket statement preaching hurt what was was yeah and again yeah, i mean I I, i'm not i'm not like a snowflake or anything i'm not gonna be like oh my god it ruined everything and you know let's cancel nia da costa it was just to me i thought it was a little heavy-handed and it could have been handled a little better in my opinion um, i mean some people really do feel that way. They they will have all the white friends in the world, but they it as 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 a race and culture, they feel that's how it is. Not those people that they know, not those people that they're friends with, obviously. But I just think that sometimes it does. It does. I, I mean, if you're saying that, yes, they say it and then they just they kind of harp on it throughout the entire film. Then, yes, I understand what you're saying. Because yeah. Yes, and that, that's your, exactly what it your was point across. And we get it. Why are you still pushing the point? Like we, we get it unless you're making this movie about that. Then right. I'll, okay. I'll put it to you like this. There's not one white character in the movie who isn't portrayed as a villain. And oh, okay. in my okay. opinion, I mean. There's plenty of movies with, you know, every kind of race in it. If you're going to to just throw blankets, actually, I got to take that back because the one character is gay and his uh, partner is white, but he's just played as kind of nothing. And also there is a few jabs in there like, well, you're white. So what do you know? It's kind of that that I had a problem with only because it's like, you can't have one of these people be sympathetic to the the cause that you're talking about because in real life there are white people who are sympathetic to that cause. I see what okay, okay. You know what I, I mean? What you're saying. I see what you're saying. It, it, okay, okay. And it's weird that you have to even make that statement because it's the exact kind of statement that uh black people are try, pretty much try to make. It's like we just want to be seen. Yeah, and it's like Inclus- if you're going inclusivity, like, if you're not put white people. If you're going to put white people in this film and portray white people as bad, then you still need to have the portrayal that not all white people are bad. Is not even that white people are on the side of your cause and right. like completely are agreeing with what you're saying. Yeah. Like, okay, so I see what you're saying. If, I, I if, just if, I think that if they they were trying to get a, across the point of inclusivity and not the fact that all wrongdoing is being done by to them by one race, it would have been a lot different for me. Again, this all, this is throughout the movie, but realistically I was able to like kind of gloss over all that stuff. It's just something that I was like, ah, that was kind of heavy handed. The end, the only problem that I had was the end where it got so convoluted. And I was like, okay, well, this is, you're adding in characters that don't need to be here and stuff like that. Um, Overall, I would say, check it out. It was decent. Um, there's a lot of fan service in it if you like the original, and it's stand on its own as a standalone horror movie. I thought it was it was pretty well done. Uh, race stuff aside, I mean, I, I think that it could have been the same movie without all the heavy-handed racial stuff. Then again, you're talking about something that was directed by. Uh, a black female who may just have these stances and that that's her prerogative and she's making movies and that's fine. And that's what, and that's why I was making that statement earlier that, you know, they had like, there are people that are, that feel that way. Like, yeah, they, 
they know that not all white people are evil, but in the in it, but but the blanket statement still stands for them because on it's like almost like you have to until it's proven opposite, that's what they know. Yeah. Which I, I I mean, as a just as a person, I fundamentally disagree with it. You know what I mean? But as as her being an artist and and portraying what she wants to on screen, I can't really argue with it. I mean, it's her vision, so I can't say it's good or bad or indifferent. I just think it could have been handled a little differently to appeal to all races and and everybody going to the movie. I mean, again, I'll, I would have to wait until you saw it. Um, you know, a person of color to to see what you thought of it because I, again, I do you, you could be able to make a counterpoint to what I'm saying to make it it a little different. You know what I mean? Right. I, I I don't know, and there are things that I just can't speak to. You know what I mean? I've never been a, a person of color, so I there's things that I am completely I, well, unaware okay. of. Okay, okay, okay. Counterpoint to what you just said. Remember when you just said when they uh, someone you said someone said something along the lines of "What do you know? You're white." Right. That's the statement. That's what the statement means when they say that. Not what do you know? You're white because you don't know about life. What do you know about what we're talking about? You're white because you have never gone through any of this. Shit. That's, that's true. What that statement means it's not it's not it's not. What do you know? You're just a white guy. No, it's it's what do you know about what what we're living, what we're dealing with, what we're talking about, because you're still on the outside looking in no matter what, because you haven't had these situations happen to you you haven't had to come up through this that's yeah. what that statement meant like I, and i was gonna and i didn't want to say anything but it's no like but i can i, I can understand that point that that makes sense and, and and then and and then when you once you put it that way that's pretty much yeah so but i'll, I'll say this of, uh, the, the thing that i that i thought about when i was watching that was if there was just like in any other movie if there's a movie with a woman that doesn't have any kind of agency, you would look at it kind of the same way. Like, why wouldn't they give that woman something to do or, you know, a point of view? It was kind of almost glossed over as if, you know, there was if that character had no agency no, no, no. at all. It was I, just that, there to be no, supporting character. No, the part. No, I agree with you about the whole part of. It, it, like, like you said, all the white people in the movie are pretty much villains. I like or 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 just ne are just negative people in general yeah so i get what you're saying i still do i do i still do stand by that because i i'm i'm one of those people that yes i i understand the whole racial thing i get it obviously yes i've been there but i'm also one of those people like like i want to try and do the i want to get everything on a more inclusive equal ground yeah so that we're all looking at each other the same way as opposed to Turning us against one another. Just be seen. Like, no, I don't want us to just be seen. And no, I don't want us to just be heard. I want us to be seen and heard just the same as you're seen and heard, which is what everybody's saying at the same time. But I want sure. us to all be seen and heard together. Yeah. Like I, I I that that's my goal. It's not just to be seen and heard as much as you, but I want to be seen and heard together with you. So when I say things like I want to see us on the screen, it's like, yeah, but I don't want to just see us on the screen. I want to see us on the screen doing the same shit that everybody's doing. Everybody doing. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And that that that's my point. It this was and, more and, of yes. a and, and, that, and that's why I understand that I this movie am. was more divisive than inclusive is, is how I'll put it. So that, that was my only, you know, minor issue with it again. It's just a, a choice that the, the filmmaker made. So I'm not going to sit and that, on And it. like you said, I could see it completely different when I go to see it. So right. that's, it's all a point of view thing. It really, everything, all it just, it really is. Yeah, we'll so, have to come back to this one, once the, maybe you have the chance to check it out. I, I, I would, I would actually it. be very interested to see what your take on it was. Just, Oh, I plan on seeing it because the between the director, the the producer, and the the source material, because I was a Candyman fan, I yeah. I do want to see this. And the actors, so, I'll say this: the actors in it were all really good. Um, Tiana Parrish, uh, the girl who plays uh, Photon slash uh, Christ, why can't Monica Rambo? Monica Rambo and WandaVision. Rambeau. She was uh, the main the main female. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, Abdul Mosin the second. Yes, uh, Black Manta plays the lead. 
and it was very good. Well, I did get to watch something over the weekend too. Um, it was just something on Netflix though. Um, it was actually, I watched it in the middle of the week and then watched it again. Um, there was a Witcher anime. Um, okay. that takes place in the same universe as the Henry Cavill show. Um, it is actually a prequel takes place about 50 or so, maybe 60 years before. Um, and, uh, it's, uh, the main character is, um, voiced by Theo James. Um, it, it's actually, um, it's actually Geralt's, uh, mentor. His name is Vesemir. So okay. we meet a young Vesemir in this movie. Um, and he actually does a voice over in, I guess, a flashback in the, the TV series, but we're going to get an older Vesemir in the next season. Okay. Um, it was done by Studio Mir. Um, we also meet uh, Vesemir's mentor. I forgot what his name is, but he's played by Graham McTavish. So we get a little bit of a drag. Uh, we get a little bit of a Castlevania voice cast reunion there. Um, dude, this thing was amazing. Like I personally thought it was like an hour and a half uh, or hour forty five minutes or so. It, it was actually it was pretty good. Um, it was longer than I expected it to be, but I feel like they handled the time really well. The, mm -hmm. I thought the flashbacks were done really well. They came like right at the perfect times and they sort of gave you a piece by piece story of, you know, Vesemir's background. And when certain things came full circle, it was really, really satisfying. Um, it's a very, it's almost jarring though, to watch this. If you watched the Witcher, because Geralt is such a stoic badass, but he's just stoic and just like, I he just, he didn't want to talk to nobody. He don't want to deal with nobody. He just, I just want to do my job and go on and everything. And Vesemir is the exact opposite. Vesemir okay. is just like going into towns and just having a good time and let the bard sing my songs and where are all the ladies? And, you know, he's like, and now I have to go kill a monster and I'll be back. And I want the ladies waiting for me. It's, he's, Oh, it was, he was so much fun. And hmm. it like, it's such a dynamic shift from the show, but it's still the same Witcher world. This is still a very stark, dark, cold place. And there isn't a good, it, there's still no good and evil. It's still a world of just shades of gray. And there are some things that happen that make you you know, kind of wonder about the Witcher society and there are things that happen that make you just wonder about normal society as well. And you go, damn, this world is messed up. Like, no matter what side you're on, things are messed up for everybody. And it's, 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 it's some really good world and lore building without the confusing time aspects of the show. Because the show did really good with the world building, but the problem was it was it, the way they did the flashbacks. There weren't. Uh, it was hard to know when and where you were sometimes. Okay. And and you you would just sort of like you you figure it out eventually between what happened in the flashback, what happens in the present present time, and and the end of the episode, you'd figure everything out. But this was so much easier to, to watch because it just sort of flowed. It told the story and it only had an hour and a half to do it. So that's why. Okay. But um, the action is fantastic. Um, I, I kind of I, I, I want more. I need more. Um, the, the final fight is like epic. I was not expecting anything as large as it was. Mm -hmm. um, but Studio Mirror did their thing and I was getting serious Castlevania vibes while I was watching it. Like I'm watching it going, I might need to watch rewatch the Castlevania anime after this because this this is this is hitting that spot lovely. It's funny you're, when if, when you're talking about the differences between the two the two main characters in a series and then the prequel series, it reminded me of Spartacus. Uh because yes. in the first yes. season of Spartacus, you yes. got Spartacus, who's the stoic badass, and, and then, then you, you got Ganicus, and Ganicus is just yes, the... yeah, it's exactly that. It is exactly that, That's and, cool. and it's 
so much like when you watched blood and when you watch blood and sand like it was it was as as bad and crazy as it was it was still more fun than regular spartacus because yes. it was just about it was just about the gladiatorial stuff and then like just, there was stuff that happened in the background it was character stuff but it was still a, just a, this is very much the same it's like it's just about the monster it's like there there's some serious character stuff going on and there's some drama and there's some a little bit a bit bit of politics in there mm-hmm. but when you're watching you're literally just going oh this is so cool oh this is so cool oh this is so cool so it's it's just like and that's why i said like well, as soon as it was done i was like i need more like I, I i that's why i was like i will watch castlevania again after this yes castlevania is longer but how many like, seasons did they do of that of castlevania four, four. okay and 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 the way i feel is it's like you'd watch this and then you could watch the four seasons of castlevania and loop right back into this movie are they done by the same studio no no okay. they're not but studio mirror is a very good animation studio they did voltron legend uh legendary defender they've done um a couple of, i think they did uh legend of korra uh, okay. uh and, and everything else so they they're 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 vetted they're pretty good um but it was like i said that last fight was epic i was blown i like i'm watching going okay why are we okay Okay, I, I I didn't expect you to go there, but yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I suggest if you watch them the show, watch the anime. If you haven't watched the show, watch the anime and then watch the show. Okay, yeah, because I've I've watched neither. So it's am I going to watch this? Game of Thrones, Brian, am man, I going to watch that this is anime? The, that, that is the question. No, no. See, but that's the thing. Don't go into it thinking of it as an anime. Go into it thinking of it as like badass fantasy. That's what you're right. going in to see. I, I, I got to get on the train. And, and I got to say this. A friend of mine um, who listens to the show, he was saying how he wants us, when I say us, you, uh, to do a kind of like a preliminary what to watch anime, um, like an introductory kind of thing, because he's. Same as me, he's, he don't watch anime. Like, so I think we'll have shows. to do we'll movies have to do like a, an episode of the intake or something like that with maybe your top five anime like uh, precursors how to get into it. Movies so, or shows? Because there's a I mean, it doesn't matter either. I'm okay. sure. I'm sure. I'm sure he's up for watching either. I'm not gonna throw anything that's like 300 episodes at anybody because I <laughs> I don't even watch any of them shits. He said to me, he's like he's like it's so funny you he. He was talking about me. He's like, I could tell you turn off your brain as soon as Brian starts talking about anime. I'm like, yeah, because I have nothing to contribute. Like, I literally know dick about this subject. So, I mean, I think I watched Vampire Hunter D when I was 15. And that's about the extent of my, you know, anime knowledge. Um, so, yeah, I, not the fact that I'm not interested in what you're saying. I think that what you're saying is interesting. Bro, I'm gonna put you At the on, same I'm time, I know nothing. I'm gonna put you and your friend onto some shit, and you're gonna watch it and go, <laughs> "Why? Ha- what? What took me so long? Why?" What and that's you- what everybody says that uh, that I'm make I'm missing this huge thing. And because if you think the animation in those D- in those DC animated movies is good, and it is, don't get me wrong, and there's some amazing like action scenes in some of them, but those pale in comparison to the to the action. That is an anime, like for right. real, for real. Like that's it's not even a it's not even me just saying that to try and like go oh okay yeah you no no when they do stuff they are trying to do stuff like anime. Okay, that's that 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 that's what it is. It's like and I'm like and and when I see it I'm like oh that was good. Like there's some there's been some there's been some amazing action scenes in some of these DC animated ones. I will the uh. Batman Superman Apocalypse when Wonder Woman fought the uh the female fury. Oh yeah, that's that one of fight, my favorites. That yeah. fight was fantastic. Yeah. I was, when she whipped the rope around her leg and pulled the chicken, I was like, yo, that's that's martial arts. That's kung fu. I've seen someone do that in a movie before. And that's what and I'm like, yo, and then the fight itself, the dynamic moves and the way the camera moved and that's anime. Yeah. That is anime. The way she whips and blurs and that's anime 
that is what makes anime so cool because when they do their action it looks so amazing that you your literally your brain just shuts down for the rest of the story you're just like what is going on why is the <laughs> oh my oh did he just hit him so oh my because it's that's what i mean that's the kind of stuff that i see right so yeah we're, we're definitely gonna have to do an episode when i say we it'll be me me listening to you um on on, on i guess like a uh starters and, and you know what i'm gonna I'm even pull some i'm gonna find clips because i'm gonna bring stuff up and i'm gonna be like now watch this like watch this two second or this 30 second clip or this minute and a half clip and you're gonna watch it while we're on the show and be like oh okay yeah oh yeah i can watch this and even even as far as the storytelling i've heard that I mean, especially with the Legend of Korra and the um, Avatar stuff, I've heard that it's one of the most well-told stories. That's American stuff. Japanese stuff hits harder than that. Really? Japanese stuff hits harder because they don't pull punches. They don't make their anime just for kids. They make their anime for, like, adults. Like, they, there is some anime that you will watch that, obviously, that kids, and it's not even because there's nudity or it's it's or the violence that kids won't watch it because they won't plug in because it's too deep. It'll be over their head. Yeah. It's too deep. Right. Um, speaking of anime, not anime, speaking of animation, uh, we also got a new episode of what if this week, uh, episode three mind blown. I was pretty impressed by this. Still. It, it's no black Panther. That, that black Panther episode is outstanding in my opinion. I've watched it again since then. Um, but yeah, this this episode three, really good. Um, it really was. I was surprised how well in a half hour show they were able to compose a mystery. Um, I didn't know who was behind anything until like they revealed it, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Well, that makes sense. Um, obviously, there's the typical small changes to the story and the history and everything like that, that, that make complete sense. Um, if everyone is, I guess we'll, we'll do a, you know, a spoiler alert here, but this is what if the Avengers uh, were killed before they became the Avengers uh, yeah, before, they and formed. before they were formed. And um, I thought that it was really, really well done. I mean, I spoiler, I, I, I the fact that they like they killed them off in their individual movies was yes. fantastic. That because was that's awesome. exactly what happened. We we were literally in the we were in the middle of scenes specifically in movies, and things stopped happening the way they were supposed to. Right, and, and that's what made it so interesting. Because I was literally like, I remember this part of the movie. I remember this part of the movie. I remember this part of the movie. Yeah. And and it's like, and every time it went wrong, I was like, oh, okay. And the, the way that they structured the story with the um, the title card coming up as the day of the week, which goes back to the, I guess, Fury's, shorts, big, Fury's big Week, which I think there was a there was a comic book um, that because came Because a lot of that. people weren't aware that all of that happened in one week. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, I, I was on board for it. I thought it was really well done. Again, animation was fantastic. Voice cast. Uh, Lake Bell as Scarlet, Jesus, I can always call her Scarlet. Black Widow uh, was, I thought it was Scarlet Johansson. I mean, that she was really was good. Pretty, it was really good. Pretty spot on. I was like, because it, it hit me for a second, because I'm like, wait, who the heck? And then it clicked. Then I was like, I saw her name. Oh, crap, it's Poison Ivy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because I've started that since since uh, we last talked also. Oh, yeah. And that shows. It's <laughs> just so great. good. So um, good. but yeah, Lake Bell. I mean, obviously, she can do a ton of different voices. I, I wasn't aware of that. Um, but yeah, she was Black Widow in the show, and she was great. Um, Clark Gregg came back as uh, Coulson. so much fun, so much fun. I don't think Thor says anything, so his voice wasn't needed. No, but it was so good. That was that that whole scene with Thor was so great. It was oh like, yeah, he's like he's like, give me a description. He's <laughs> beautiful. His hair, his, hair is is, his hair is gorgeous. It's an accurate description. It's accurate description. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you get Hawkeye. Actually, is an accurate description, sir. I'm just sitting there like, yeah. Um, that was Renner, right? As yeah. Hawkeye, that yeah. was him as the voice. Um, I'm trying to think of who came back. Uh, Hiddleston Samuel, was back as Samuel Loki. Samuel. 
Yep. Um, Kurt, and even, uh, I mean, uh, uh, Ruffalo, Mark Ruffalo, and uh, Hank Pym. Oh uh, yes, Michael Douglas. Michael, back as Michael Hank Douglas. Pym. He was the he was turned out to be the uh, villain of the story. So good. Who was uh, blaming Shield and Fury for the death of his daughter Jana Van Dyne, who in this reality became a shield agent and was killed and we're assuming was killed by the winter soldier because of the, um, they say he, she was killed in Odessa. Yes. And that was also talked about in civil war when she first, when black widow first saw the winter soldier, it was in Odessa. So, you know, you can kind of make those, yeah, yeah. Put them together and then that's what happened so it'll be interesting if they touch on any of these stories again and if we get the winter soldiers side of that story or something like that that would be cool i don't know if it's going to happen but uh standalone i mean the the way that they showed all of these deaths and how pim pulled these off i was like holy crap especially the hulk oh that was, god yeah, that, was that was sad was dude <laughs> That was a good one. That was that wild. Was um, again, though, like you said before, um, Disney not being able to kind of like throw it all out there. How cool would it have been if it was just viscera? Just he just exploded and and, and the way it, it was, it, it, was it just wasn't a cloud of green smoke, green cloud of smoke, which is maybe he was vaporized, but also it would be a lot more red than it would be green. But at the same time. It's Disney animation, so how far can they go? But I thought overall it was very interesting, very entertaining. Um, I mean, this show has delivered on every single episode so far. I think the next one they released is going to be about Doctor Strange. Not exactly sure what it's going to be about. Um, Do we know how many episodes of this we're actually getting yet? No, I looked the other day and they still haven't released what the episode count is. I would assume it's probably like six to eight. I mean, anything... I don't think it's going to be any more than that, but um, they've already greenlit a season two of it. Good. So that's cool. Um, yeah, I just thought it was overall really, really well done. Um, again, I, I kind of compare them all to that Black Panther episode just because it hit so hard. Um, but again, it, standing on its own, very, very good episode. Really enjoyed it. And I uh, can't wait to see what happens on we're recording on Tuesday. So I can't wait to see what happens tomorrow on the new episode. Um, I definitely look forward to these. I, I luckily the, the spoiler stuff isn't as bad. So I actually can get to Thursday when my daughter gets here to see it. So, yeah, I I've been trying to steer away from all the spoiler stuff for that, um, which was great because I had no idea that Pim was going to be the, eventual villain of the show so that was cool um and then the big news to i guess we'll close out with today uh we got the official trailer i guess teaser trailer for spider-man no way home and as much as i loved it i gotta say it still has so many questions i have no clue what's that's the and i think that's a good thing i don't think we should know what the hell's gonna happen in this movie i hope the next trailer just makes us have more questions like i i really i really and they and they could show us they can show us mcguire and garfield in in costume and the whole nine and, and 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 give us no context and and i would be okay with that as long as there's no context to anything that's going on i was honestly surprised that they released as much as they did in this teaser i was expecting to be like 45 seconds long but the fact that it was me i think it's maybe two and a half you can't call something something that's almost three minutes long a teaser i don't care even if it was a teaser it was still a trailer it 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 Mm -hmm. it was a full-on trailer and it was a good trailer it was I, i i gotta say like Obviously, there's speculation and there's people's theories and all that stuff. But I mean, just going off of what we've seen, the fact that Doctor Strange would just be like, oh, yeah, sure, I'm going to do this and just wink at him and ignore what Wong says after going through all the stuff that's gone through in since becoming Doctor Strange and all that. I can't see him just, you know, throwing that out the window. I have a feeling that either... He's being controlled by someone or 
he is someone else and not the real Doctor Strange. And I know there's a lot of Mephisto stuff, and I think it has something to do with Scarlet Witch and what she was doing at the end of WandaVision uh, and the incantations that she's doing is what's either what has either unlocked Mephisto or some kind of evil entity and that person has taken over Doctor Strange or there's some other kind of fuckery about because it's just so out of character for him. And again, we didn't see the whole everything that's going on, but just from what we saw, I was like, that's not a Doctor Strange move. He wouldn't do that. You know what I mean? Um, I thought it was very interesting that they're going off of the pretty much universally hated uh, one more day storyline. But they're not in a way, in a way, but they're not. They're actually going off of the story that was a repercussion of that. Yeah, but the fact that they would even go there at all is very odd to me. When he went to Doctor Strange, it was to make people forget about who he was after Civil War. It wasn't for the one more day thing. True. One, One more day happened because of Civil War. And then even after that, he was like, nah, I need to fix that part. It, it doesn't it doesn't matter that she's safe now. She needs to be safe forever. And to do that, people need to not know who I am. Yeah. And that's what happened in the comics. So with this, they're doing the whole his he got outed at the end of the last movie. So he wants to use the spell to, to fix that. I agree. I think. Wanda has something to do with it. Part of me thinks that, yeah, this is really him. And he was sort of doing something to kind of just show him something. And then because Peter kept messing with him during the spell, it messed up the spell that he was trying to do. Like he was trying to show him what would happen if. Okay. I do what I, what you're trying to tell, what what you're trying to have me do. And Mm -hmm. then because. Wanda vision because Wanda happened and Peter literally break, walks into the circle because I listen I don't know magic but I've seen enough movies <laughs> and comics and shit if someone creates a magical circle you either in it or you're out of it you do not walk into it like that and my <laughs> man just breezed in and I'm like no 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 that's bad that's bad <laughs> so there was a bunch of that going on and I'm like and he kept saying stop talking stop talking Stop talking because it's like, I'm trying to do this spell. What you're saying is messing with my head. I'm mentally putting what you're trying to say into this. I'm not trying to, but it's subconsciously happening. Right. So it's like, and so there's a bunch of things happening and hence now he's stuck. And then because whatever they do at the end of this flick leads into multiverse of madness on top of that right because they think they fixed everything but they didn't they only fixed it for peter and now everything is messed up i could see i could see yeah i was gonna say i could see this the events of this movie being kind of messed with by what scarlet witch was doing at the end of wandavision and the repercussions of what's going to happen in the next movie being kind of uh kind of altered by what happened at the end of the Loki series. Yes. Because yes. they'll think, like you said, they'll think they wrapped everything up and fixed it. And then that Loki break in the time, that's then, what fucks yeah, everything. So like, like literally like they deal with this spider, this spider verse situation yeah. because they broke their space time when they were doing the spell. Now we got to fix this. We fix this. And then we get back to our world the way it's supposed to be. But at this point, Sylvie done broke the timeline now. Right. And now there's multiverse everywhere. Yes. So I guess the one thing that I, I we have to bring up because that seems to be what's happening in this in this uh, trailer. Obviously, Doc Ock's back. He's the one that they show. You also see the pumpkin bomb from and you also Spider-Man hear, 1. And yes. you also hear Mr. Mr. Defoe's yes. iconic laugh. Um, they, I'm almost positive that Mysterio is coming back at some, some former function. He'll be back. We also most probably, I won't say most definitely, we will probably get Vulture back at some capacity. So that's four guys. What was that? Four guys right there. 
Who do you think is going to round out the other two members of this Sinister Six that they're definitely putting together? I think they're going to bring back Lizard as well. Oh, and Electro's back. I forgot. Jamie Foxx is back as Electro. Um, so if they brought Lizard back and, and from and and just and just have if if they do just have Reese Evans if Reese Evans do the voice, that would be fantastic. I yeah. mean, because that would be the actual, except for Green Goblin, every one of the original members of the Sinister Six. The only one they would be changing out would would be Green Lan- uh, Green Green Lantern, Jesus Christ, Green Goblin. But that would make more sense because he was actually already in a movie. But there are some people speculating that actually we might see Sandman and not Lizard. Okay, that would work as well. I think that I would actually, and it's not going to happen because we've already seen, I'd say it's not going to happen. Anything could happen in this movie. We have no clue. But I mean, I would love to see the original lineup of the original Sinister Six, just because I'm one of those guys. I like to see that shit. I would love to see them and just have Green Goblin be another outlier or have them build in this movie and then bring somebody in to complete the original lineup in the next movie. It's just one of those things that just like uh, it drove me nuts in uh, X-Men 3, uh, The Last Stand, that all of the original members of the original team of X-Men were in that movie and there was not one shot of them the fucking gather. It drove me insane. It still drives me nuts. I'm like, you have them all there. Just put them in a scene together. See, I don't that's, care. that's what bothered you about X-Men 3. What bothered me about X-Men 3 is you have Colossus and Juggernaut in the movie together and they don't fight. Yeah, they don't fight. They did give us the fastball special to an extent. That was kind of cool. But let's not let's not diverge here let's get back to spider-man um because i could talk about the shit that goes wrong in those x-men movies for days that you love oh yeah yeah i love them they're they're my favorites i do love aspects of them but i do not love those movies um however i gotta say i'm excited for this movie i really that hello peter man that was really really good and it looks like they de-aged him a bit and there's a lot of things that are coming up, like uh, videos and stuff. I haven't watched all of them yet, but basically saying that Peter's in the same outfit as Maguire's Peter. Uh, and also, the lights on Ox uh, tentacles are red, which means which, that the yeah. took over again. And and the same and the thing arms with the, are in charge. The glasses that he's wearing in the in this trailer are the same as the ones he's wearing in the beginning of the first movie or the uh, Spider-Man Two. There's like mm-hmm. a lot of stuff going on, so. Clearly, there's going to be a lot of multiverse stuff happening. The obvious that that's goes without saying. Um, again, though, there's a lot of stuff that we still have no clue. Um, I'm excited. I can't wait to see what comes of this movie. And I guess we're not going to see anything new on this for quite a few quite a few months. I would I would assume we're not going to see another trailer for another four or five months. Um, because it's coming out in December, correct? Yeah. I'm yeah. looking forward to this so much. And that's just in his favorite. So I have to take them to see it. Like yeah. I told you, I, I told you everybody was dusting. They were fine. And as soon as and as soon as Peter said, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so well. <laughs> all I heard from the seat next to me was no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's gonna. It's going to be interesting. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't the hugest fan of when they first originally the way that they brought this version of Mary Jane in, but since that, I've kind of grown that idea has grown on me. She's not Mary Jane, she's MJ. Right. And I like Zendaya as the character. Oh yeah. So, I'll be it'll be interesting cuz I think they're going to also play off of the different Mary Jane's different uh, Gwen Stacy stuff as well. Mm-hmm. That will be interesting because we see them on the, on the George Washington bridge at one point and stuff like that. So we're going to see all that stuff and I'm, I'm, I'm here for it, man. I can't wait. Uh, I think the that's the most watched trailer of all time. Now it's the most, I mean, people have been waiting for it for so long. They've been making memes about it. So I, <laughs> 
I, I mean, now everybody's here and they're like literally salivating and like watching every freaking frame trying to figure the damn thing out. And I'm like, don't because they might have thrown stuff in there just to throw you off. So, yeah, stuff that they're going to cut <laughs> from the actual movie like they always do in these trailers. So, yeah, I mean, uh, that that was the last bit of news I had to talk about. Um, again, super excited for this uh, interview that, that you have coming up in the next few days, Bri. Yeah, um, we will we will have that episode of the intake out shortly. Um, so I guess uh, for now, I'll just say thank you guys for listening and we will see you next week to talk about last week. Thanks, everyone. See you next week.